Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Willem, Mm -hmm. how are you celebrating your holiday season? Well, I'll be in extensive rehearsals for the new Race Chasers live show, January 11th. Oh my gosh, that's coming up so soon. But in my spare time, I'll be buying tickets for all my friends who enjoy drag race and drag queens. Exactly. And I think getting a ticket for this show would be a really good present. And super easy, too. You just go to racechasertickets.com. Yes. And then basically... We'll show up at the show, look really fucking stupendous, <laughs> have awesome hair and bewigglement. Tell me there's a step and repeat. There's a step and repeat. <laughs> um, and then you get to see us and like, we're going to do stuff for you. There will be sing songs. There will be Q and A's. There will be special guests. Yes. There will be live animals. <laughs> she keeps promising live animals and I know nothing about this. So uh, I don't, I don't. Um, Who do you think is I'm the live scared. animal? I'm really, I'm really scared. You're gonna love what it, and your animals. friends will love it too. So please get tickets now <laughs> and join us, December. Join us January 11th at the Ace Hotel and Theater downtown. And there's a really good taco stand right next door. And I'll be doing the yes. VIP meet and greet there. Exactly. Yeah. So get into it, Los Angeles. Go to race chaker. Go to race. Go to racechasertickets.com, and we will see you there. Forever Dog Race Chaser Welcome back to a very special Race Chaser, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What is yours? I'm Willem Belli. This is a very special episode because we have reached episode 11 of season two, and that means it is the grand finale mm, season two grand finale they don't make them like this anymore a winner shall be crowned a winner shall be crowned they weren't live at the orpheum for this one they were not <laughs> though we are right at this point. Mm-hmm. no there's more about that coming later yeah um <laughs> this this episode has been talked about for years because oh it's still a contentious contentious among, among some queens yeah um the week before, Tyra swept the Diva Awards challenge, and Tatiana went home. Thank you. And uh, Juju slayed in the lip sync, and she bucked the trend of third try lip sync, you go home. She yeah. stayed. 
Yeah. Um, and she lived to tell, tell another tale in the grand finale. She did. She cleaned off Tati's mirror message, which said, Do you to the fullest. Love, Tati. Aw. Mm, what a tidbit. <laughs> That's a good tid. What a tidbit. <laughs> Juju thought she was going home, though. But she said, I'm still here. Right. Memoirs of a geisha. She's still here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. Um, I love that Tyra, it, Tyra was like, oh, there was that one time when all the bridesmaids ganged up on me. Well, they were all dressed like brides, but in Tyra's brain, she's like, these are my bridesmaids. Like, I'm the bride. Tyra's that girl. I swear, I, I can retell you. A couple promoters have told me that when they've called her manager, it's, um, hold for James. <laughs> and then Stop. James gets on the phone. Tyra's not available for conference at the time. Um, <laughs> Bless her heart. I always believe in treating yourself like a star and one day everyone else will follow. And if not, get a boat. Right. Yeah. No, I like that. I do like that in drag queens. And it's something like I admire and I respect is that like grandiosity. Mm -hmm. It's something that Alyssa Edwards has as well. Valentina has that kind of quality as well. I'm so excited to see Valentina in Rent. But I heard they altered the script and now Angel dies in the first act. So... She'll actually be on time to die in the second act. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm super excited, <laughs> Valentina. Can't wait. Does she get in drag in the show? Like, she starts out of drag and then... Angel has a light beat with no lip on, basically, for the first time that they see him. She's, um, like, doing a day look. Um, I don't... I don't you know, know what? It might be updated well. now because boys wear day looks now, but I remember seeing they Angel... They do. Angel and uh, a couple of productions of Rent, he had like his brow on and a little bit of shadow and some contour, but no lip. And then to take the glitter lip on and off, they would kiss a piece of tape. Okay. Because I didn't go in for Angel. I went in for Mark and I had my work session with Michael. And that's why I moved to LA is I didn't get it. Michael Greif, the director. You said, bye girl. No, they called me on my birthday and I thought they were telling me my 19th birthday that I got in the show after six callbacks and the work session. And they said, you were great, but you're too young. Wait, the original production of Red. <laughs> the Broadway production, yeah. This is what you're talking about? Yeah. In 2000, 2001. My only flaw is that I'm too young. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been <laughs> my biggest setback. <laughs> Moving on. Every every audition just tells you, you I'm so sorry. You'd be perfect, but you're just too young. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Comments like this are just what Juju and Tyra air out on the runway this week. <laughs> Juju said Tyra needs some manners. Remember that? Yeah. That was a... Oh, of course. And I like that when um, when Juju and Tyra are discussing yeah. Tyra's past transgressions, um, she brings it up and Juju doesn't make any apologies and she says, well, I needed to let you know because I didn't want you to go home and think that we were talking about you for no reason, bitch. Yeah. You know, Juju has never not been the one. No, she's so good, and she really, like, connects with her on a heart and then immediately makes it funny, and she's like, so I did you a favor. Mm-hmm, totally, 100%. Um, now, I'm triggered because uh, you know what kind of mail is coming right now, and it's, and it's the shafishious kind. It's a shafishious message. Yes, this is the RuPaul says, honey, it is down to the best of the best. We are the final three. This is it. And one of you is going home with Merle. Oh my gosh, I know. Yeah, we'd like to dedicate this episode to Merle. 
last yeah. name. After we <laughs> Ginsburg. We'd like to dedicate this episode to Merle Ginsburg. Dear race chasers, we gather here to say our goodbyes. <laughs> Merle Bader Ginsburg died on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Merle Bader Ginsburg? She's not on the fucking Supreme Court. She's not Ruth's daughter? Uh, she's not. I Maybe think she's Ruth's daughter. I, I honestly don't know. It's possible. Yeah. That's Ruth's daughter. Ruth. <laughs> daughter of Ruth. Daughter of Ruth. Um, so the main challenge, the girls are going to be starring in the music video for Jealous of My Boogie. How many RuPaul videos have you had the pleasure of being featured in? Oh. <laughs> We did the beginning on season five, um, which is kind of a hard song this to is do. The yeah, it's sort of like get it, get it, get it, get yeah. it, get it, get it right. It's there's like there's like only a few lines in the whole song, so it's very like movement based, which you know is my forte. It wasn't a very Tuong Fu moment in the car, right? A little. Oh, I had on. Three drag queens in a I had on this beautiful, long, flowing blonde hair for the windography section, and I was so pissed because they brought in the outfits they were made for us, mm-hmm. and I was like, "It's like this red, like tank top cut, like did leotard." Make it? I think Marco did them, mm-hmm. and then just like a chiff- a purple chiffon over the red. So I was like. This hair doesn't go with this, so I'm just going to put on, like, the ugliest hair that I brought. And I put on this tiny little Orphan Annie hard front for a wind segment. Why? I don't know. You're your own worst enemy. rebellion, I guess. Yeah, no. I, yeah. Did you think you were going to win at that point? Um... I don't. I don't think I cared. I think I was just like this outfit. I I would never wear this, so I'm just gonna wear hair that I would never wear. <laughs> okay. And what about the second RuPaul video you co-starred in? Um, I get well. I guess Reggie wrote you, but that was like an on-stage performance. That is the music video. Yeah. That was huh. fun because we got to write it. Now, why the fuck were you blue? I because I brought blue paint, and it was the last day, and I needed to use it. You know, when girls paint themselves blue, they usually win. I you did that. Blue. You did that. It's Aww. cute, though, when you did it, though, too. No, it, it wasn't. It was super cute. No, it wasn't, toots. It was. I liked it. <laughs> I used the you wrong like kind of paint. bitch. I used the wrong kind of paint. It was flaking off my underarms and, like, any creasing in my skin. You couldn't see it on TV, though. I okay. thought you looked like Nightcrawler they, Hooker. They were sweet to me. They were very nice to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, this video, Jealous of My Bookie, is one of my favorite songs. Jealous of My Bookie. I, jealous I, of My I'm, Bookings? I'm, I'm jealous <laughs> of My Bookings. Don't be jealous <laughs> of My Bookings. See you January 11th at the Ace Theater and Hotel. <laughs> is that announced yet by this point? When this Y'all coming to Race Chaser Live January 11th? Because if not, we're going to keep talking about it until you do. It'll be like actual live. Girl, Race Chaser Live is going to be sickening. Yeah, I'm really excited. They don't about even know. It. It's going to be stunning. I mean, we had to get a permit. Uh, what kind of are you bringing? A it's a surprise. Shut up. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. <laughs> I, di- I didn't say anything. We need to bleep that word. Can we? Okay. Thank you. Time code. <laughs> Time um, code. <laughs> this, I like this video because it's kind of like a loose movement video. A couple of arms. They ain't Potter yeah. Beret all over the stage like Todrick. He ain't up in there yet. And it's fun getting to see Matthew just kiki with the queens, how he do when he's on a music video. <laughs> he's so funny. He's great. Um, his accent makes uh, Tyra think that she's saying hood 
when <laughs> when he's saying hit. Yeah, be really hurt. Yeah, it's great. Um, and the choreographer is Ryan Heffington, who's a great little LA choreographer. He runs Sweaty Sundays. Yes. And um, he's he says he you know how it is with reality shows where you have to say a good and a bad about each contestant. Yeah. He says that Raven's having a hard time with the choreography. Meanwhile, they show her nailing it and then asking a question about it. And um, Tyra's yawning openly on stage. Oh, she does not like rehearsal. It is a well-known season two fact. But she nails it. She actually really does. Yeah. The, The only issue is that this is fight choreography. And so... I understand, like, wanting to just mark it in rehearsal and then, like, give it more energy on stage. Mm -hmm. But it can get so dangerous when you're, like, doing fight choreography. Especially when it's high octane. (laughs) Well, yes, when it is. Juju says that Ryan is the tiniest little, fiercest little white man in the world. He is. He kind of is. He got gagaks all over the stage. got a ponytail, a Van Dyke, a sequined overall. He's in heels, and he's shorter than Juju B, so... With a ponytail. Uh, yeah. She's tiny. Yeah. And he, if if you look at him, it just says Silver Lake. Yeah. Completely. And if you're not familiar with Silver Lake, just go to your nearest, um, wherever fine kombucha and hipsters are found. Yeah. And that's where you would find a Ryan Heffington alike. Um, but he's great. And he, he turns the party with this choreography, too. It's I good think, old queen choreography. I think Raven does great. Me like, too. especially since it's not her thing to be like a dancing girl. Yeah. And Raven admitted this episode she says you know what i'm not a dancer Mm-mm. i don't sing live but you know i'm good at what's the quote i wrote it down hold on she says i don't dance i can't sing live but you can eat my you can eat my shitty ass bitch but there i couldn't read the lip it may also have been you can eat out my cunt shithead oh my god it's one of the two i'm not sure which we have a linguistics expert if coming we, in yes if we could get someone from england because these are on netflix over there and they're uncensored so if yeah. someone from england could send us the clip we'd like to know if it's eat my shitty cunt <laughs> fuck asshole <laughs> or <laughs> I feel like it's just like, eat my shit. Eat me out. Please. We need a ruling. We need a ruling. We really do. And the ruler in my mouth will not help. No. I never got far enough in any competition where I got to have much personal time with Rue, especially to act in a scene with her. Did you ever get to act in a scene with her? Oh my goodness. That was probably when I I would have had fight choreography. I don't think so, did we? Was that the... One where you were supposed to be in a ju- like a judge. And a oh yeah, we did. And was she the judge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was fun, and we had to play three different characters and like act with ourselves. Did you win? Um, no, I didn't win the show. Jinx won. No, did you win the challenge? Uh, was it the final? It was the final day, so there was no like uh, official winner of the challenge. Well, yeah, I think you lost then, for <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> The back to the fight scene. I think it's it's really um, bad that they didn't uh, choreograph it a little more because um, I'm not saying that they're not known for not having safety meetings, but I know that I've heard on some seasons people have requested safety meetings and they've been uh, declined or told they're being difficult. <laughs> so you, <laughs> okay? So we're not. I've been told <laughs> by myself. Um, but honestly, <laughs> when I asked for one and it didn't happen, little Kenya Michaels, sweet little Kenya Michaels, cut her leg. 
you know? Right. It can get dangerous. Yeah, there was broken glass after it. And, like, you know, fight choreography is, uh, you know, it's a safety thing. And yeah. I've been called in, like, a week in advance for fight choreography. I had fight choreography from Nip Tuck. I've been slammed through walls and glass. And, like, shit breaks. And it can go bad. And it's kind of scary. The girls have the opportunity to have a sit-down lunch with RuPaul. A luncheonette. And I always love the Tic Tac lunch, which it's been called the Tic Tac lunch... They don't call it that here. She and, offers mints, and they're yeah. clearly orange flavored. Yes, but later on, RuPaul was like, "Well, fuck that! I'm not promoting Tic Tac for free. It's the RuPaul mints lunch, and they had like little RuPaul mints. What do they taste like? Um, delicious. Huh? Mint. <laughs> I wonder if I'll ever try one. I tried her chocolate bar um, for oh so good for our Triple A girls video for Christmas sweater. Me and Courtney uh, made s'mores, and um, it gave me the runs. What I was running to the store to buy more. Uh, okay, it was it had like chocolate and pretzels in it, and um, fame. I, I love that good good old chocolate bar. Yeah, I'm not a fan of chocolate or coffee, but um, I enjoyed that s'more. It was great. Yeah, um, the, the smoky flavor from the fire. Yeah. Just added layers. Um, I think the Tic Tac lunch is a time-honored tradition. Yes. And um, I love how the girls become their what they think is the best self in front of RuPaul. Like, some girls just sure. go into, like, the sincere mode. Some girls go into funny mode. Some girls go into, like, kiki mode. Sure. Um, Tyra says something so inspiring. I want to write um, a ballad to it. She says... I pray to God and the tears just fall. Yeah. About her son. Yeah. Closes her eyes and she prays to God and the tears just fall. I believe her in that moment, though. It doesn't seem like forced or You don't think she bought those tears from China? I do not think so. Mm. (laughs) If it's on Prime. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Raven talks about missing her mom and her parents' divorce and she really connects with Rue. And um, at the end, Rue gives her this look that says, You got any friends that do hair? I always love the Tic Tac lunch because of RuPaul's styling. It's always casual Kelly moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, when I'm on the main stage, that's like when I'm in drag. But like, this is just like, casual. I'm just like, mm. stopping at Seven Eleven for a Dr Pepper. Yeah, yeah. long sleeved, simple blouse. Mm-hmm. Definitely L- less, you know, less pumped up hair, less bewiggled. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Was there anything in your uh, RuPaul mint lunch? Your Rupal mints. My Rumpelmintz <laughs> lunch that um, wasn't aired in your season that you could share with the fine race chaser listeners? Oh, I just cried. You did? Yeah. I mean, she has, it. it's very emotional being there in general. And then like you've come all that way and that's like your last moment on the show pretty much. And he's just like there and he's very like an open vessel. Like his eyes are just like, like, you even see it here. Like, she just lets you, like, expel whatever you're going through. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, I just cried and said I was afraid of dying. What? <laughs> she asked me what I'm afraid of. Do you think she meant about the show? No, I think just in life, like, in general. Huh. She has someone on here, too. One of the oh, girls. So not scripted? No. No, it was not scripted. It was very free form. It's just her favorite question to ask. And I took a fistful, maybe they didn't show this, I took a fistful of the Tic Tacs afterward and shoved them all in my mouth. How rude. We're taking a break. (laughs) Those are for the other girls. (laughs) 
This episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable, Helix Sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party. Uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag Dragged. today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. I'm not with Merle. We would like to take a moment, a very serious moment, race chasers. A Merle moment. A Merle moment. We would like to have an in memoriam. In memorialum. In memorialum. For one of the uh, people who will not be returning. The keystone to of Race. the empire. Truly. Those that went before us. So this is a moment for Merle. A Merle moment. It's Merle Mentis. <laughs> but this, we were watching it and Dipper was like, it's your last day, Merle. <laughs> Pack your shit. Merle, um, can we get the parking badge? <laughs> Thank you so much. It's just policy. It's it's yeah. fine. Um, 
Oh, you need She's to. She's like, I can't wait for next season, guys. It's going to be amazing. Like, yeah. Um, oh. Can we have your uh, your Mitzi back, please? <laughs> Dude, we just need to, um, hair and makeup needs to account for everything trade out before the season closes. <laughs> yeah, just leave it on Theron's desk. Thanks. Very that. She was great, though. She yeah. brought a lot to the show. The wigs weren't, though. They tried. Well, you know, I mean, and then you get Michelle on, who is like, she's a production. Like, her hair is always so right. She's a three-ring circus. The paint is just right. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, I know at one point, um, Michelle was uh, pulled back a little because <laughs> her, little shoulder, her shoulder pad was, or her shoulder accoutrement was in Rue's <laughs> single shot. And, and that's a no, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Uh-uh. <laughs> And um, but you know it's one of those things where um, you know if you you give more until they ask you to pull it back. Exactly. That's what you do. Well, and that's, that's what, what I do. that's my rule in motels across the world. You give more. <laughs> that's what I go with. It's gonna be my gravestone. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I like that in the Tic Tac lunch. Um, Juju got really candid, and she told Rue that in school she used to answer to the word faggot. Yeah. And I like that because I used to yell faggot in school and see who turned around and be like, I'll suck your dick. Oh, my and God. And one of my teachers gave me detention because she heard me say dick, which I think was rude because I was offering a service. Right. And I think entrepreneurship should be encouraged at a young age. But um, whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm in a star is born. Where are you, Mrs. Bertolini? Oh, my God. Not Mrs. Bertolini. Uh, fucking cunt. Okay. Sorry, I didn't. I don't. Mrs. Bertolini? Yeah. Probably not. She's dead. I don't think you can say the word cunt. No, I can. I just did. I pronounced it very clearly. Oh my God. Why can't I say cunt? It's our podcast. I know. Your name know. is Thunderfuck, and you're telling me I can't say cunt? Cunt is a little like. Uh, cunty. Charged. We, we say cunty. Right now. Is it? Like using it in certain ways? She's dead, though. It's fine. <laughs> Just so, like fucking wait, your cousin, it's fine when they're the, dead. It's fine to do, talk about it after they die, I mean. Do you know Robert Verdi? Yeah, he's a fag. Did you ever work with him on anything? No, I remember watching him on the Style Network, and he always had sunglasses. I'm like, how do they stay up on his bald head? Right. And always a, a, a statement blazer. Yeah. She's on this episode, and she's giving the girls style consultations, which this was sort of like one of those moments that was like, wait, what's... Why? What? Whose friend are you? Is he... So <laughs> I was... Maybe I'm just unclear. Was he going through their clothes and telling them what was gutted or what was good? <laughs> basically. <laughs> it was It was basically... That's brutal. You're at the end of the show. You've worn everything mm-hmm. so far. Well, you know how it is when, when Rue's busy on set, she doesn't do the walk around, so she sends in her, her uh, minions and underlings. Of course. And she's getting in drag for the video. Robert was there for something, I guess. Maybe he was styling Merle. Maybe he knows Merle. <laughs> They're both noted fashion insiders. Yes. And um, he tells Tyra that she needs to do some research, and she doesn't really know much about 80s fashion. And neither does Juju, surprisingly enough, but Juju pulls it off a little bit. And um, Raven has all the references, all my favorite references. Weird yeah. Science, Kelly LeBrock. Um, yeah. You know, Raven kills it. Yeah, she's listing off every single 80s reference. Mugler, 80s, bitchy, rigatoni, Mad Max. Come to Garçon, goes to the Amish country. <laughs> you said you passed your psych? 
<laughs> That's from Michael Kors' best reads from Project Runway. Oh. It's just a rapid fire of all of his, like, bizarre uh-huh. references. Turn around. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh. oh it's Polycrape to Sheen. Oh, my God. Oh my it's God. Polycrape, Polycrape to Sheen. It's great. He's like a pissed off tangerine. Oh, oh, oh. oh God. Congratulations. You made her look. <laughs> you gave her camel toe in big shorts. You've achieved the impossible. No human being should wear tight satin. Oh. Well, her hair looks beautiful, doesn't it? That's about all I think looks beautiful. Oh. <laughs> she can read. If anyone knows Michael Kors, slap her in the face and congratulate her. I love oh, her. Lou. And she could be a guest on Ron Race Chaser anytime she wants. <laughs> um, the dramatic scene with Rue. I like this. They get to really like interact. They get to show off who they are, like their own personality. And they get to be slapped by RuPaul, which is like this gimmick just, I, I mean, I can't get enough of it. Like, it's always funny to watch her slap the shit out of the contestants. Yeah, physical Excuse comedy that. is my favorite thing. Um, and Pratt Falls. <laughs> Pratt Falls. Are you proficient in Pratt Falls? I am a I have an M- MBA in Pratt Falls <laughs> and an MFA in shenaniganery. Um I think that uh the girls all do some really solid takes after a little mm. bit of coaching. Juju goes in strong and kills it and she throws herself on the ground. She says she's yeah. a theater major and when she says she's a theater major I'm like, "Uh-oh, that means she's probably going to fail if she announced she's actually good at something." But right. she kills it. Yeah. And then it's really weird because at the end when they show it they use this weak ass take of her yeah. that really solidifies the mm-hmm. you're going home third place edit, which sucks. But at least they showed that she had made strong choices and was probably the best. In yeah, the scene. in the acting scene, yeah. Matthew was, was laughing his ass off, and Matthew is not an easy one to impress or make laugh. <laughs> and he said, "Juju is a drag clown." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's always good when you entertain the people that you respect. And yes. um, Matthew's in that position for everybody, as is RuPaul, who does the show pretty much. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the good thing about Raven is Matthew gives her a, an adjustment, says, mm. have a little more roller coaster in the ride or have a little more ride in your roller or something. Yeah. Something, something. And she does. Raven takes a note, which is one of the great things on a show when they give you a note and then you take it. Because if you don't, you get that cricket music. The dun, dun. <laughs> When you do the same thing over and over again. Yeah. That one. You know the one. And um You never want that music behind you. And um when when something is <laughs> you don't. It's the it's Can the, we get it for the live show? Can we get it? Dude, we should have an acting challenge where we play all we do the, the iconic we do, music from the show yeah. and then someone has to act out we the emotion. We do the exact same thing but just with different music behind it and see how you react to it. Girl, you're going to love Race Chaser Live January oh 11th at the Ace Hotel. I think I think that um Raven or I think that Tyra uh takes a page out of any comedian's book. I've seen Shangela do it. I've seen Rue do it. I've seen Margaret Cho do it. Uh, where if something isn't as funny as it could be, you add the accent of your parents and or grandparents and it gets funnier. You know? Yeah. Um, who did you think did the best in the dramatic scene with Rue? Um, I'm a cat. Um, felininity. <laughs> my felininity. <laughs> um... Yeah, I thought Juju B was probably like the most well-rounded actor actor in the scene. Same. 
But like Tyra took the note and it was a misunderstanding because uh, Matthew has an accent and he came up and he said, I want you to be really, really hurt after the slap. And she said, oh, you want me to be really hood? Okay. And he was like, no, hurt, hurt. And RuPaul was like, no, actually, I want to see that. Go for it. Yeah. Works when I do it. <laughs> Basically. Um, so, yeah, that was that scene. And then the girls, they're put through the whole rigmarole with um, this final day. And now they have to get ready for the video change. It's looks on looks on looks. It is a lot of looks. And that is Modisha Jenkins right there. They if you would like to see the face of Modisha Jenkins, <laughs> please go to the Race Chaser Pod on Instagram. Or she's Race mad. Chaser Pod. It's her last day and she wants to be fierce. She's like, not mad. She's moated. She's right. Yes. She's because they provided them with a rack of, of black clothes mm-hmm. for the uh, for the dance sequence. Yes. And it's hard to dress off the rack. I'm a custom gal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that it's, you know, it's not one of those things that can't be done because Raven tried it stuff on and it fit her and Tyra's just a little bit taller. And Tyra looks great on stage. Tyra was wearing the outfit that I would have picked out if I was there. She gives herself a great yeah. silhouette with a tutu. She keeps her shoulders open. And I think she looks very 80s. And I love it. Yeah. Which one would you have gone with? I like what Raven was wearing, and I think that she kept it and used it for the promo, possibly. The goggles she definitely wore in the promo, for sure. I remember them. Yeah, it's like a black, like, jumpsuity thing. I also like Jujubee's outfit. Yeah, so. Juju looks like a Charlie's Angels, for sure. I like having my arms out, though, especially, like, if we're doing motion. Mm-hmm. Which I'm known for doing a lot of motion. Aren't you um, a singer who motions? Movement. Arm gesture, arm gesture. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a dancer who sings, and you're a singer who motions? <laughs> um, now, this is where it gets tricky, because there's catfight choreography. Yeah. And uh, It's a disaster on that stage. Durastarinta, for sure. <laughs> Disastra. Yeah, it's... Um, and I think the aggressor is Tyra in this case. Well, because she amps up the energy to a thousand, which, okay, that's what you're supposed to do when you're on stage. It's mm-hmm. your last time to make an impression. But when there's fight choreography, it can get, it can just go so wrong. Have you ever been manhandled on a main stage anywhere? Well, I've done regrettable things. Like I think what? I, I licked Katya's face once. In a lip sync? Yeah. Which was probably over the line, and I, I kind of, it's kind of gross to watch it. Raja did it to Katya, though, or Raja did it to Carmen, Carmen and that was sexy. Yeah. So is that one okay, but yours worse because yeah. you guys are ugly? <laughs> I, I don't think wig snatching on stage is okay, and no, I don't think that it was the most savory move for another girl to do to a girl on stage. Well. If that was part of like the rehearsal and like the plan, then like by all means, but go it wasn't. For it it um, has to be like planned if yeah. you're gonna do that. Um, seeing Juju get hurt really drives home the point that this should have been planned and/or executed a little more strictly. I think. Yeah. Um, because she gets she some got friendly a heel fire. And eye. Yeah, but it's Raven's shoe. It's not Tyra. Oh my god. <laughs> um, and it's one of those things where like, are you okay? Are you bleeding? No, no, no. We don't have to tell anybody if you're not bleeding. It feels like that, where they're like quickly, 
you know, and she has a cut over her eye, and it's it doesn't look like a good time. That's she for says, sure. "Girl, I just want to keep going." Yeah, she's a f- true trooper for sure. Um, oh my god! So wait, so it looks like Raven has her feet sort of just up in the air, pointed upward, and then Tyra grabs Jujubee's head and basically shoves her head into the heel. Yeah, it's. You know, not friendly. I'd say that, um, but you know, Juju sells it, and she, she says, does. "I'm a trooper. I'm gonna put makeup on over my wound, and I'm, we're gonna move on." I'm bruised. I'm using the bruise wheel, Mayron's bruise wheel <laughs> oh, I today. I love a good bruise wheel. Me I, too. I love a ghoul wheel. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, and they carry on, much like Martha Wash. When the valley is deep. <laughs> All that. Um, the final mirror day is uh, what we see next. And um, I think it's one of the Great looks. Yeah. They get to style themselves and they're given the prompt, make it 80s, mm-hmm. make it dynasty. Raven's like, gotcha. I got this. And she kisses the mirror for the music video too. Very nice Selling touch. it. Raven's a pro. Yeah. I mean, no one ever doubted her in this. Raven knows how to do sexy. Raven knows sexy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but she might end up eating crow. Well, the, is the, oh, because her name is Raven, like a bird. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that like low energy jokes? <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Then when the valley's low. We turn low. it to NPR when after, the valley's certain, low. after a certain... I just like that Tyra says, they believed in chandelier earrings. <laughs> they believed in chandelier They did. It's like, it's like big hair. They believed in chandelier earrings <laughs> and bright colors. They I don't believe in them. I, don't I believe, believe in a chandelier earring for sure. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't think they exist. <laughs> um, we're going to take They're a break. on TV. Oh, thank you. Yes, we're going to take a break. And we're back. Yes. And the girls, they talk about the reasons why they want to win. Why did you want to win? Um, I don't know. I didn't I didn't think I was going to win season five. Mm-hmm. But All Stars, you really wanted it. Yeah. Yeah, you did really good. I don't know why I wanted to win so badly. It was like Gollum with the precious ring. It was just like, like I, it was like, it was the snake. Like it was a real thing. I believe it. It was a demon. I didn't want to win. Um, well, there's always all stars. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. There is. There's always all stars. Um, and maybe I'll see Michelle there, where she would hate the green dress that Rue was wearing in this, probably. Well, do you think she would have the balls to tell Rue that she don't like this green dress? Because I don't. It's not my favorite, but the paillettes on it are great at the bottom, and you know, it's just not sleek enough for me. It's a little bulky with all the. Zaza. I love this dress. You do? I like the hair. Because I don't see Rue in a bob a lot. Yeah. The hair is, is sort of like a more severe, choppy. Bob. Yeah. A very turn the wigs around effy moment. 
Right. I, do. I I think Michelle would like the dress because the whole green thing got so misconstrued because she doesn't like like acid green, like chartreuse. chartreuse. I also don't like the shoulder on this on Rue because it makes her look square and bulky. I think if it was off the shoulder, I would wear it in a second. But it squares her out a bit. All um, of your clothes are off the shoulder sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> I won't have you appropriating sitcom lines with me, darling. <laughs> Don't come the role problem with me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think Juju has a dress that I couldn't see adding a crown to and making it any better. Right. Raven is wearing this super iconic look that Naomi then wore later. Um, so beautiful. And I also wore the same corset. I think it's by Eddie DeBar. It's a pinstripe corset, and I have it upstairs. I wore it in the Frenemies Challenge. Is it pinstriped? Yeah, I think it is. It's pinstriped okay. with a ruffle, and mine's the exact same fabric. And Eddie DeBar do be making the corsets for the gals. It's very fabulous. It's classic Raven. I mean, when it's that final it's so day, Raven. Yeah. you just want to look like you, mm-hmm. because if this is your moment to win, then that's that. You also want to look like... Mm, a crown can go with your outfit. You want, hopefully, that's yeah, what you're going for. You want crown hair. I remember when I saw Raja one and she wore a bowler hat. I was like, please let her just stick the crown on the bowler hat. And it was fierce. so cool. But she, uh, she ended up taking it off. But Raja one looking like Raja. She wasn't in like a gown. She was right. in like something cool. Tyra is in a bodysuit, swimsuit, cover up convertible thing. Yes. And Rue announces that she's a winner, baby. Well, she's quoting mahogany. The words fall from the lips. (laughs) So, yeah, it is kind of like foreshadowing a little bit. But I like this. It is classic Tyra. And it has movement. It's grand. It has has the elements of a gown. But it's also that like new school. I'm going to wear like a swimsuit. Yeah. It's um, I like the 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 seafoam pump because it's hard to find a boat in that size, too. She's a good (laughs) at least 13 pump. Yeah. For sure. I think she looks very much like herself. Yeah, she totally does. Um, and if you want to see what I was going to wear for season four finale, if I made it, um, you can come to Race Chaser Live January 11th at the mm-hmm. Ace Theater and Hotel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to see this look. Touch the fashion, change your life. Touch the fashion, change your life. Um, and this episode of Drag Race has the distinction of having no guest judges. Right. They like to do just family for like the final episode. No wonder I wasn't there. (laughs) Um, But uh, they show the acting (laughs) highlights and uh, the video highlights and they make it clear to Juju that um, they're not living for her dress or accessories. Right. And, you know, I don't know. By that point, you're at the end of you're at the end of your wardrobe. Yeah. You've you've used every single dress you have in your wardrobe. Uh-huh. Um, that's why it's always nice to have something scoochy just on the low. Right. Just to dip into. <laughs> um, I had I had a many. I let girls borrow my stuff the whole time I was there. Really? Yeah. Fifi borrowed three different things from me. Oh, right. The chicken feather boas. Chicken feather boas, a jacket that she won her travel magazine challenge in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something else, too. Uh... We'll get to that on season four. We'll get to four. that on season four. Um, <laughs> Merle also says Juju overacted a bit, which um, it's a drag queen acting challenge, ma'am. Right. Don't make me revoke your Merle card. <laughs> is Merle in a wig? Merle is bewiggled. 
Yeah. Marla's bewiggled. I think she looks amazing. Oh, yeah. She looks great in this episode now. She's painted. She looks beautiful. Yeah. We're never coming for Merle. We're celebrating with her. I fully celebrate. Santino looks like the Monopoly man. (laughs) The judges think Tyra was a little rough in the fight. And Tyra said, she didn't snatch Raven's wig intentionally. I didn't know what I was doing. I just wanted to reach for her, but the wig just came up. Well, this I didn't do it intentionally. This is my favorite part. And then Rue says, you didn't do it intentionally twice. <laughs> and then Rue lets her win, as we all know, which is... um. Well, Tyra has the most compelling story because it is like a real thing. Like... She has a child, like, she doesn't have uh, her own place. She's staying at her drag mother's house on the couch. Like, it's, like, a real situation. So this is, a like, she has the most compelling backstory. Compelling meaning, de- compelling, does compelling equal deserve it, though? Um, no, I don't think you should win just based on that. Yeah. Uh, but she also did the best in the competition. She did. So I don't think you're ever going to win just because of a backstory. I don't sure. I don't think that should be like the case. I yeah. think it should be what you do in the capsule of that season. Me too. I, I definitely agree. Um I think that Raven should have won. I you know okay. I just find her more um This appealing. is a conversation that happens a lot in the drag community. Yeah, oh constantly. And Raven and I don't get along, but I still think that she should have won just out of decorum. Um, what's the word? Uh, sisterhood. Just she. She was more of a a um, as as a performer. There's things that you don't do. You don't rip another girl's hair off. You don't. You know. I I want to pull up the Wikipedia of. Um, I know Tyra did better for the math and stuff, and Tyra's got a more compelling story but i think one's life is is compiled up of all of one's choices and sure tyra has a son and she's sleeping on couch but whatever choices she made in her life led her up to those moments and now her life is also what she made of it um and i think goes to show how far ravens come after not winning and how Tyra's shortcomings have, you know, been proven since her winning. Does that make okay. sense? I try to be fair about that and objective just as a fan point of view now that I'm watching these for the first time. Like yeah. after watching this, it's weird that they let someone so unlikable win, you know, I think because like you want the brand to be at uh, the brand, um, you know, <laughs> you want someone that people can relate to, I think, and like, you know, enjoy and I don't know. I just don't enjoy Tyra. She hasn't made it easy for her to like her this season. I'll say it that way. Okay. Even if people do like her or enjoy her or appreciate her fashions, she hasn't made it easy. And I've had great times with her. Like, I've kikied with her and stuff. But after watching this season and seeing how she acted, there's no excuse for age or anything. I know how I've acted, but I've never blamed that on my age. Yeah. They would have let you in, but you were too young. Fuck off. <laughs> they just said, you're too youthful. You're it a just... fucking vagina. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also like the idea that sometimes, sometimes crowning someone who the fan base doesn't necessarily, isn't necessarily going to be 
100% thrilled about, sometimes that is better. It's more engaging. People people click more and and share more. And hate. Right. But it causes conversation, which causes engagement online. So, like, it, it would behoove, you know, it would behoove them to make a controversial decision. Now, who's been doing your hooves lately? <laughs> Claws and paws. <laughs> but I don't think this was that. Watching this and just watching it standing alone, mm-hmm. I don't. I I think that uh, I think Tyra was next level, and she was driven, and she was like there one hundred percent. And I think she definitely she killed it. Now Rue um, Rue makes her thoughts known, and she says Juju is the most intelligent. And Rue thinks Tyra isn't polished and kind of hood. And Merle loves Raven. And Rue says that Raven is a star and the most fashion forward. And I agree to all those things. Yeah, I agree with those things. Rue wants to see all three girls lip sync for their lives. And she cements the phrase, silence, bring back my girls with the cadence that it's known for nowadays and everything. And uh, Juju gets the chop. I know. Which is sad because we all love Juju. But I think she knew the score. Oh, I do too. Because th- she hadn't won a challenge. Yeah. She definitely, um, and this is no insult to my friend Dita Ritz, but she Dita Ritzed. She made it <laughs> to almost the top, never went in a challenge. Right. Um, it's She writes on the mirror message, you are your own worst critic. Let go, forgive, and live. Love, Juju B. J-U-J-U-B period. <laughs> so the mirror doesn't have spell check apparently. <laughs> Dipper is obsessed with this. He thinks it's a cryptic like secret message. It's like, the Da Vinci Code of RuPaul's Drag Race for sure. <laughs> the Sasha Bell Code. For sure. Um, I think that uh, I've heard some talk about before uh, the girls were crowned. Raven and Tyra, that they were made to switch positions. Have you ever heard oh, that? Oh, like the standing on stage? Yep. Have you ever heard that? I haven't heard that one. And then Who knows? Ginger Minge hopped out from the backstage with a Sharpie and crossed Raven's <laughs> name out. You ever heard that one? <laughs> you ever... I can't speak to that can't at speak this to time. That? Okay, well. <laughs> I'm afraid I can't speak I can't to wait that. For, I can't wait for Ginger's time. season. Because <laughs> that name was on the check. Um, we have to save it. We have the entire time for all the judging. What is the switch? When did they do it? I don't know. I'm just here to further rumor and conjecture. <laughs> have you so met you my good friends? Maybe rumor? they did it like earlier. Something. It's possible. The girls end up lip syncing. Mm-hmm. This is a. Uh, it's a really great lip sync. What do you think about this? Have you ever broken a lip sync rule? The only time yeah. I lip synced. I knew I was already winning just because I knew some stuff and <laughs> Juju or uh, Jiggly couldn't move because her dress was broken and it would have fallen down and she had one safety pin holding up and she got that safety pin from the crotch of my dress. So she couldn't move much and it was pinned into her wig. It's the only way it was staying up and they weren't giving us any extra time. So we knew the score and I moved around a little bit, but... I didn't Destiny hyper- did turn on a dime. Fuck off. <laughs> that day. I did not hyperventilate. That's for sure after my win. Um, I don't think... If you're told not to go off stage, and then you do... They did, I don't think they told them, though. Because Sahara jumped off the stage. Weren't they told after that to not get off the stage? I, I was... On season five, Serena Chacha, the first day, 
went to go down those little stairs because the stairs are there mm-hmm. so that you know people yeah. can get up and down. But as soon as she went to go down those little stairs, like eight producers came out of the darkness and were like, "No, no, 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 get back up on stage during the lip sync." Yeah, during the lip sync. I would have pushed right by him. <laughs> so that apparently didn't happen because Tyra gets right off that stage and she goes and makes eye contact with all the judges, which is very a pageant thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it I think it worked. And here's the other thing, too. You can see at that point of um, of when Tyra gets off, how close the advantage is to being on one side of the stage versus the other side, because you're way closer to the judges table. If you're right. on the That's right true. side. And then if you're in front of the judges, right in front of them like that, yeah. you know they're not looking at the girl on stage because it's a tactic and it's it's a smart tactic. And even if she didn't leave the stage, I kind of think Tyra sold the song better. Yeah. And who doesn't love to see a smile? And I can see Raven. I can see Raven's wheels turning and she's like, I'm pissed, but I'm not going to break the rule because... We're not supposed to go down there, so I'm going to, like... But sometimes on Drag Race, breaking the rules is beneficial. Don't you look at me and say that. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I 100% agree. Um, And then Tyra has a breakdown. Oh, yeah, the gasping for air. When I won All-Stars, I I mimicked this move. I did the completely falling down. It It was an homage to Tyra. Aww. Did you did you license it? <laughs> Consider that stolen. Oh, wow. Um, Raven is plucked, pure plucked. Yeah, pure for men plucked. Um, and then she has to deal with old asphyxiation Jones over here. <laughs> like, girl, get up. You won. You're cool. <laughs> Raven's like, girl, don't take your shoes off. It was like, what are you doing? Wait, is that Tyra's natural nail? I think so. I think she has a good grown-in nail. Oh. Mm-hmm. I knew you would see that. We're going to put that on the... on. Ra- go to Race Chaser <laughs> Pod. How's she sew with that nail? Does she need the... Who said not my daughter? Literally. Tyra, you going to be okay? Are you okay? Okay. Do you need water? Do you need? Does she need to breathe in the paper bag? <laughs> Next on AJ and the Queen. <laughs> That's what she should have done. She should have gotten Tyra's son to play the kid. Oh my god, that would have been sickening. Twist. Yeah. Y'all wanted a twist. Yeah, I wanted a twist. And then Merle's in the trunk. <laughs> Merle's driving Miss Daisy. Um, I think that um, Merle exemplifies the whole season with two thumbs up. And that's she does. her swan song. Yeah. Talk about this a little more. Tyra's on the floor. Well, this is, I, this watching it back, it's way more dramatic than I remember. Because I don't remember, like, the wig coming off and, like, Raven is kind of freaking out. She's like, she seriously can't breathe, you guys. Do you ca- something. I can tell Raven's thinking, well, if she dies, I get the crown. <laughs> Raven's like, oh, no one has a paper help? bag. Sorry. Doing CPR. Sorry to stomping on her chest and blowing <laughs> at her. <laughs> With the shoe that injured Jujubee's face. <laughs> And then I heard she threw that shoe, <laughs> stole that shoe, and then threw it at Beverly Lux. No. <laughs> Have you met my friends? Rumor and conjecture. Um, 
Well, she pops that wig right back on. Pops she composes on. herself. And then her runway walk is really quite stunning. Raven's just like shimmying side to side. <laughs> cool. Raven just looks so stunning. Like that paint is just like, what? Like how? Raven's just trying to get back to 3.40 by 9 p.m. <laughs> She's like, I have a strip contest. <laughs> you know it. If you're ever in town and you want to go see Raven, she hosts a great uh, night at 3.40 in uh, Pomona. It's a good goddamn time. Tyra is almost as tall as Rue, if that gives you any impression of height. Yeah, and RuPaul's like 6'7", like really, really tall. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Tyra must be up there. Yeah. Prance! Big bitch. RuPaul doesn't say Prance, my queen, this time. That hasn't caught on yet. Yeah? No. That becomes a tradition. We're going to take a break. <laughs> Out of all the queens of season two, one of them stands out as a truth teller, a catchphrase owner. And to her, we'd like to say thank you. And her name is Tatiana. So for this season, we would like to do a little segment we call Tati Tidbits. So what what is your current standing with Tyra Sanchez? Well, we are best friends. Um, <laughs> You're hanging out right now. You're having coffee. Yeah. Well, we were texting right before you guys called. I had to tell her I'd hit her back in a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, uh, you were on the no, phone for like two hours. Like <laughs> yeah. a long conversation. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we are. We do not speak at the moment. Um, <laughs> you know, that's preferred. <laughs> Sure. Has there been like online stuff too, in addition to like obviously we have the iconic discourse of the season itself, but like has it gone past that into like Soch? Didn't she put your number on the internet? <gasps> uh yeah, she did uh oh. gently put my personal cell gently. phone number. <laughs> gently placed it out there on the Instagram. Um, and then I put her number oh, on no. the Instagram. I forgot about all that. <laughs> smoky eye for a smoky eye. And then, um, and then we had a lovely, like, a solid Twitter slash Instagram war for like that lasted like a solid like month. I want to say. Whose <laughs> <laughs> boogie are you jealous of? Are you jealous of a boogie? Because I'm jealous of certain people's boogies for sure. Um. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let me think about whose boogie I'm jealous of. <laughs> um. I just I don't find jealousy to be like a useful emotion. You know what I I don't experience it a lot, especially yeah. now after a star is born. <laughs> um. <laughs> She just tossed her 613 uh, 40-inch Brazilian blowout. Yeah. It was really quite fabulous. Come see us at the live show on January 11th if you want to see these moves Yeah, in person. Um, I honestly am not a great dancer. I always say I have a severe case of the Caucasians. Um, <laughs> I dance kind of like Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump. Okay. Um, After the accident? Doesn't he? Okay. What accident? 
Doesn't Lieutenant Dan not have legs? Uh, (laughs) What are you talking about? When does he dance in the movie? In my heart. Uh, He danced his way into all of our hearts, dear heart. Yeah. Um, I I I find the same thing. I'm not jealous of people a lot. I'm always happy when people get opportunities because I love drag and it's great seeing it being celebrated all over the world. Um, but I think I have a pretty weird carny trick with my hoverboard, mm-hmm. and not many people can do that. Do that. Period. Especially yeah. in heels, and it's kind of impressive. And really, I don't know why I can do it and find it so easy, but I do it. Yeah. Um. So no, I'm not really jealous of many people's boogie. Um, I think that's what the song is about. It's like, don't, don't be, be jealous. jealous of my boogie. <gasps> don't be jealous of anyone's boogie because, honey, we're all just out here doing our own boogie, darling. But also, if you say that you are not and they always see you looking, what is it? What is she saying there? Because I'm saying I'm not jealous of her boogie. But then she's saying, I see you looking. What I, admire, if I'm I admire her boogie. You admire her boogie? I admire her boogie. Well, but she like, says I, that you're I, jealous I of it. it. She well, always sees you looking. I am always looking, and I always will. <laughs> Taylor's all this time. Um, I, I, um, I'm not envious of any people's boogies, but I do appreciate. I wish I had some of the skills of others' boogies. Um, right, of course. I'm trying to think of a famous boogie that I admire. Um, a pussycat doll boogie. Okay, yeah. Scherzinger. Carmeet. <laughs> Carmeet. Carmeet, the redhead. Can we get her on the show? They aged her out real quick. <laughs> they did, but she's lovely. I ripped out her Maxim poster from like 2002, and it was on. it's probably still on my wall. And I you love said, it. this is me. She's, uh-huh. I took that picture to Montana, <laughs> the photographer, and I said, take this picture of me, because he did it for Maxim. I said, put me on a pole, and it went on my first Zed card. Word. She's a she was a gorgeous pussycat doll. I loved her boogie, and she was also the lead dancer in Living La Vida Loca, the Ricky Martin single. Oh, word. When he was into women. Okay. Yeah. Are there any people's boogies that you admire? But yeah, not jealous. so many, so many. Perhaps a one. You, for instance. Oh. No, I think your work ethic is really amazing, and um, I think we could all learn from that. Um. So now you're doing and comedy, I, huh? No, I have much re- I have much respect for that boogie. Oh, thank I you. I really, really do. I also appreciate appreciate your boogie. I appreciate your boog. I appreciate your boog. <laughs> Don't be jealous of my boogs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> do you know what we just did? We just did another fucking season of a podcast. Oh my gosh, this is the end of season two. Oh. Uh, the reunion. Oh. Oh, oh, okay. The reunion oh. special. Okay, How we're sparks not, will fly. We're not through with season two just yet, but a winner has been crowned. A darling. winner has been crowned. The Tati tidbits will continue to titillate. So many tidbits. Uh, <laughs> so many blessings. We'll be doing a titillation of tidbits and assorted blessings. Titillating. Uh, tidbits. Uh, <laughs> all that. Thank you so much for um, joining us on Race Chaser. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next episode to continue our journey down Drag Race memory lane. That's right. You are Willem. I'm, I am Alaska. And, and you, you can, can rate, rate our podcast. Our podcast. <laughs> But don't you dare comment about how shoddy it is because it's not. It's fantastique. 
And subscribe to make sure you know when each new episode comes out. Yes. You can follow the dolls at Willem at the Only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser podcast Instagram is now at Race Chaser Pod. Post and tweet the house down boots or chonkla and use the hashtag Boots Back. <laughs> boots back. That's the new saying. Boots it's back. Boots Back. Boots not back. House, house, down, house Down Boots is now House Down Boots Back. Boots Back to the house. It's oh. the new. It's, like sending, sending them back to the house? I don't know what it means or where it comes from. It just is. We're going to find a hieroglyphic one day that explains all of this. <laughs> but until then, just use the hashtag, hashtag race chaser. Thank you for joining us. Congratulations, Tyra. And if you haven't joined us, conjoin. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. <laughs>